welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. So, where are we right now? Haman has put out that decree to destroy the Jews, but Mordecai gets with Esther and he um, asks her for her help. And she does help him after three days of prayer and fasting, which is a really important piece. And she asks Mordecai, go to all the Jews and get them to all fast and pray for three days. Myself and all my handmaidens will do the same. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't just her all personally. It was mm-hmm. everyone did that. And um, let's see. Then Esther, after the three days, she approaches the king. Mm-hmm. The king extends his scepter. Right. After much humbling on her own yeah. self, yes. if it pleases the king, mm-hmm. if it pleases the king. All of a sudden, we're <laughs> starting pleased, to like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then she she invites the king and Haman to a banquet, where she, she then asks the king and Haman to another banquet, which mm-hmm. kind of cracked me up. I didn't completely get that whole part. Yeah, that was um, a little bit funny. Yeah. But then the king and Haman are um, at the banquet the next day, I'm sorry, for the following day. But then Haman... In the meantime... meantime, Haman's been building a gallows because remember the edict has already gone out um, to have all the Jews, women and children, killed Mm -hmm. and their property confiscated. And Haman has such a hatred for Mordecai in particular that he has a gallows built in his own yard. Which or his wife, a pole, depending on which version pole, you read. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Which his wife and his friends were like, oh, we know what you should do. You hate him so much. Build this Build know, a giant gallows, 75 yeah. feet tall. Yeah. Can you Not imagine that being your front yard decor? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Plant a garden, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? That might have bothered the king because he couldn't sleep that night. I'm right? not sure why. They don't say why he couldn't sleep. But it might have been all that hammering from the gallows. Could we be. don't know. Um, Think of the energy in the in the city. I mean, all the Jews are waiting to be right. killed. They think that that's coming. Now they've been fasting and praying for three days. Right. Um, they're watching this gallows go up. I mean, the atmosphere couldn't have been... You can usually feel a little tension when bad oh things are in the right. air, right? So that might have been... What, Who knows? what was going on yeah. with the king. But the thing, he goes to calm himself down. He reads the Chronicles and the record of his reign where he finds out that Mordecai did help him. Mm -hmm. So Haman says, hey, Haman, how could we honor somebody that's done all these wonderful things? And Haman says, there's no one the king would rather honor but me. What can can he do for me? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was thinking that. He didn't Mm -hmm. say it. And so he had, um, so eventually he said, well, you know, you should go through the streets put him on a robe, put him on a horse, and just keep saying, this is the most awesome of awesomeness person. But not just any robe <laughs> right. and any horse. You're right. He the wanted the king's, king's robe and one of the king's horses. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So kind of a, hey, you know, I'm like the king, you guys. Yep, I'm right. wearing his clothes. I'm riding his horse. And it was for Mordecai. <laughs> so, so Haman had to take Mordecai through the streets and do that. How devastating. Mm-hmm. Was that for him? Humilified. He was humilified. <laughs> so. <laughs> so now they're at the second banquet, and I'm. They come to the second banquet. Esther reveals that it was that vile Haman that sent out the decree, and then Haman gets hanged on those very gallows, mm. and here we are. 
Mm-hmm. So it was a big mm. background, but it was fun. It's, it's worth repeating. Worth repeating, yeah. Yeah. So do you want me to read yeah. some scripture? Okay. I'm going to read Esther 8, um, verses 1 through 9 from the NIV. That same day, King Xerxes gave Queen Esther the estate of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came into the presence of the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. The king took off his signet ring, which he had reclaimed from Haman, and presented it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed him over Haman's estate. Esther again pleaded with the king, falling at his feet and weeping. She begged him to put an end to the evil plan of Haman, the Agagite, which he had devised against the Jews. Then the king extended the gold to Esther, and she arose and stood before him. If it pleases the king, she said, and if he regards me with favor and thinks it's the right thing to do, and if he is pleased with me, let an order be written, overruling the dispatches that Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, devised and wrote to destroy the Jews in all the king's provinces. How can I bear to see this disaster fall on my people? How can I bear to see the destruction of my family? King Xerxes replied to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Because Haman attacked the Jews, I have given his estate to Esther, and they have impaled him on the pole he set up. Now write another decree in the king's name in behalf of the Jews, as seems best to you. Seal it with the king's signet ring, for no document written in the king's name and sealed with his ring can be revoked. At once the royal secretaries were summoned on the 23rd day of the third month, the month of Sivan. They wrote out all Mordecai's orders to the Jews and to the satraps, governors, and nobles of the 127 provinces, each uh, stretching from India to Kush. These orders were written in the script of each province and in the language of each people and also to the Jews in their own script and language. I don't know about this king. He doesn't <laughs> seem to have a single thought of his own. That's exactly what I thought. There's this there's a place where I was going through here and it was like, Well, what do you think, you know, the king is? How do you feel about him now? And I'm like, I still think he's a wimpy old king. I do yeah. too. Yeah. He he's just he's tossed about by every wind that mm-hmm. comes along. Oh yes, you want to kill them? Okay, here's my signet ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind that. Oh now you oh sure, here's my signet ring. Yeah. Do what you think is best. I I don't really care. I don't uh, it seems odd that someone that powerful, yeah, because he his word he was considered like a god, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he wouldn't have his own very determined ideas about things. So he did that first with Haman, and he trusted Haman to do that, and it blew up in his face. Yeah, and so I'm wondering if he's pushing it off for other people to fix that. Because remember when Esther said it, she didn't blame she the didn't king. blame the king. No. She put all the blame on Haman. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of removed it from him. And so maybe he was like, yeah, you know what? This issue, we're going to deal with it out over there. The other thing is, is Mordecai and Esther had shown um, wisdom True. in how they had taken care of this situation. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was realizing... Yeah, I'm not that smart. Let's use these people. <laughs> like, like, let's go to my advisors who can really figure stuff out. I think, too, that there's um, a little bit of suck-upiness uh-huh. that goes along with it because he's like, oh, man, like, I I said it was okay to annihilate all your people. Yeah. So... How would you fix that? No. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I should listen to you because it's time to eat a big old helping a crow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, that scene where he went out on the balcony? He was really angry. So he might have realized 
really how bad. Just how stupid he'd been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. How gullible. Right. Because he let Haman lead him down a pretty crazy path. So that's an important thing for a king to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, he was positioned, and we were kind of talking about this. He's in a really bad place. Um, from from Margaret Hesh writes, anything written in the laws of the Medes and Persians could not be altered. The king found himself trapped in his own power. He simply couldn't undo the own evil, undo the evil that he had allowed in his own name. Well, maybe that's why he was so tied to all his counselors. Because whatever he did decree was sort of out there forever unchangeable. Yeah. Um, and maybe he thought it was the appropriate thing to do to listen to other people, to listen to the people that were closer to his subjects than he might have been. So that's a good learning. Um, yeah. Like maybe he's getting better. He's doing... Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne's kind of... I'm with Suzanne. That. I mean, that's, that's a nice thought, but I think he just... I think he's just a wimp and he's groveling now and he just... I don't know. Okay, I'm not sticking up for the king. I've been at him all time, the whole time. (laughs) It's like, don't make me the one to fight for the king here. But, but, let me just say, we get ourselves into situations where we have made bad decisions on Mm -hmm. our own power, and it's really hard to change them. And sometimes we can't change it. The damage has been done, and so I have compassion. It's like, this is a bad place to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not just as the king, but for us. Yeah. Well, we do I mean, we look at the king. Of course, what he's what he did would have had huge ramifications. Sometimes the mistakes that we make aren't so big. You know, they don't have those kinds of consequences. Not for a whole nation of people. Right. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say. You know what? I was wrong about that. Yeah. And um, and to take a different path. Well, and the things that we screw up with are not set into law that can never be revoked, revoked. either. Yeah. Usually, like, our mistakes are not quite as public. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I, th- I think of people who, who, you know, hit a child accidentally. or to, I mean, things because they weren't paying attention or mm-hmm. just all kinds of things. And they can't be taken back. They can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. Some right. mistakes can't be fixed. Right. And so you just have to learn to move forward from there. And so part of it, kind of when I'm looking at this story... Surprising me that I'm talking this way this morning, but it's like um, sin can't fix sin. So I'm looking at the king going, he's not going to have the answer to this. God fixes sin. Mm -hmm. And every time we try to get in there and fix the sin on our own power, with our own wisdom, with our own faults and failures, we continue to make it worse. So going outside of what he normally would have done to Mordecai and Esther, who were hearing from God, that might be a good picture for us to look at how we deal with sin. Even if it can't be changed, even if it can't be fixed, we can go to God and let him speak into that situation, let him move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just well, that was pretty just good. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> Do you think the king saw the hand of God in Esther and Mordecai, or do you think he was just so clueless that he was just like, hey, you know... You, you seem to have figured this out. Maybe you can figure it out some more. Well, I mean, he's just been reading the annals of the king, and in that he's seen that Mordecai had done something that really benefited him. He'd saved him from an assassination plot. Um, and then Esther had come to him and revealed that Haman was setting him up for some pretty bad stuff. Um, so maybe he's beginning to get a clue 
that um, things are not exactly the way he's thought they were, and maybe he should take a look at the people who've done things for him that have truly benefited him and protected him um, and listen to what they have to say. Yeah, Yeah, Mordecai didn't demand any reward either. Mm -mm. He just did it and served the king. Yeah. Yeah. And that's totally not self-serving, whereas in contrast to Haman, everything Haman did was self-serving. Right. Reward, reward. Yeah. Over and over again. I'm not sure if the king actually was, (laughs) here I go, (laughs) bashing the king, clever enough to figure out that it was God. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that he would have taken it to that step, but maybe. It's possible, depending on what Mordecai and Esther were doing. Well, I think we need to talk about the fact that, okay, now we've got, to, we've got to fix what Haman had proposed, right? So the solution to that fix is going to be, we've got to write a new edict, right? Because we can't just toss out the old one. We can't just get rid of it, um, whatever the king has said. And since Haman used the king's signet ring, that counted for what the king has said, right? Mm, to kill right. all the Jews, yeah. all the men, women, and children, and take all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So somebody's got to figure out some way to overcome that edict, mm-hmm. to write another edict that doesn't exactly void the first one because they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So now talk about how clever the king is. He knows he's not clever enough to figure that out. I'm going to give him props. Yeah. 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 I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let Mordecai and Esther figure this one out. Right? It's their people. Um, and they can, they can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Can I just go back and touch on this real quickly? Um, the fact that uh, the king says, okay, well, Haman's estate now is all yours. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Right. How can I make it up to you? Well, you can have all this stuff. Yeah. Which is huge. Remember huge. the amount of oh, money yeah. he was going to just chip in yep. to get the Jews? I mean, he I'm sure he wouldn't have depleted all of his resources in doing that. I don't know. I he really didn't like Mordecai. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. But it didn't seem to be a big issue. Mm-mm. So his estate has got to be like crazy huge. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well... And he had 10 sons. Ten sons yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they all had stuff, right? Not just Haman, but all his sons had stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Esther has been given everything, his whole estate, his whatever inheritance he would have had for his kids. And then Mordecai gets to take care of it. And then Mordecai mm-hmm. gets to take care I'm of it. I'm telling you, if yeah. Haman hadn't been killed, he would have died. <laughs> <laughs> would have killed him one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, just knowing that Mordecai was... I thought of that, yeah. Oh, imagine, yeah. He would have fallen on his own sword. Justice. Mm-hmm. All right, so now going back to the, the edict that is issued to override the edict that started out. Yeah. So I think the king realizes that, you know, it's going to take some kind of figuring to figure out an answer to this problem. And um, he just dumps it in Mordecai and Esther's lap. Mm -hmm. You guys take care of this. Here's my ring. Figure it out. What do you think he spends his day doing? Passing his ring around. Apparently. (laughs) He does seem to hand that ring off without too much thought, doesn't he? He's not a big jewelry man, apparently. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he's so busy planning his um, his wars and his 
conquering other nations, that that's... Spence stays in front of his maps with his generals. Yeah. Ladies, lest we forget, he's drinking. And he's okay. drinking, yeah, that's, that's right. That's and then he has to sober up to make sure that those are the right decisions. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough life. I can't ever get over that. Well, and I wonder how much time of every day he spent getting himself together. You know, like, mm-hmm. think about us as women. You know, we could spend probably about an hour taking our shower, doing our hair, putting on our makeup. But in this culture, the man did all that stuff too. The king yeah. certainly um, got himself together for the day. So he probably spent a little bit of time picking out what he was going to wear and being dressed and... Drinking yeah. his hangover stuff. <laughs> yeah, having his hangover fix. His hangover tonic. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think about this, he... Obviously, there's more to it than I'm what sure. we see yeah. here. But the fact that he's just like, yeah, take my ring. You figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we messed up. So here you go. And now here's all of his stuff. And I mean, he just seems to spend all of his time passing off his... Delegating. His, oh, oh see, delegating. He's delegating. See, I, I wouldn't be yeah. gracious enough to call it delegation. See, you can delegate, but man, when you give your ring away, that's, that's a big that's, your power. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. I could have he, seen him say, Okay, Mordecai, how about if you just write the edict mm-hmm. and then come back to me and we'll and, and we'll I'll go sign it. I'll yeah. sign it. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. get it through. But you know, I think Terry had a good point. He's got first of all, it's a huge kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, the empire was huge, and so he's got a lot of foreign affairs, not mm-hmm. just his domestic affairs. Mm-hmm. So he has had to delegate a lot of stuff to a lot of people. Um, and maybe that's just part of the ways that, that it goes, you and know. Meeting, I'm, meeting with yeah. the satraps and the governors and the, and the, of the high other provinces and stuff. Yeah. yeah, a lot of official court duties. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's probably How's true. That? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's a manager. I'll give him credit for that. Okay. Yeah, I think you have to look at him as a as a manager, and he is. I'm sure he delegated plenty of business. I just feel like he's awfully freewheeling with that signet uh, ring. That ring. Me yeah. too. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's something that I would hold on my person Mm -hmm. at all times. Well, especially knowing the ramifications that whatever gets sent out with that signet ring, with that seal, is irrevocable. And Mm -hmm. then knowing how much Haman took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Surprising that he turned around and trusted Mordecai. Yeah. Right. And Mordecai obviously had proven himself over and over again. I mean, he... Paraded him through the streets, you know. Yeah. He was, and he wasn't new. Mordecai wasn't new. No, he'd been around palace. a long time. Long time. Yeah. yeah. So I think over the years, he probably has proven himself, as you said. And then Haman's not there in the king's ear, whispering yeah. about how terrible he is. Mm-hmm. So maybe the king's getting a little enlightened. <laughs> yeah. We can only hope. Yeah. There we go. We'll give him credit for some enlightenment, huh? Okay. Right. Yeah. Got Just a few a props bit. today. Just yes. a few. <laughs> Just a few. Just a couple. <coughs> oh, excuse me. You okay? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Are we about done with this one? Oh. I, I just I was gonna bring up one one point about that. It just yeah. maybe a question for us to just think about. Mm-hmm. The Jews had nine months to prepare their defense. What could you accomplish in the next nine months that would put your life in better order? What part of that Reordering, can you get done this month? Does that make sense? Oh, that's a good question. So, if you knew something big was coming, you had nine months to prepare for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, here's another thought that goes along with that is you know, they've known about this for 
two and a half, three months, Mm -hmm, right? right? And so this whole time they've been planning and getting themselves together, like saying their goodbyes, I would think, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of starting to look at end of life and what that looks like. And then all of a sudden they have this whole new lease on life. Right. Because they've been freed. Right. Like, Hmm. remember I had the movable tent idea? Yes. (laughs) Now, how does that change? Yeah. Yeah, I think you build a cement foundation for your tent. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe I put yeah. it on wheels and use it as a source of tack, a tack or something. Ooh, ooh, there geez. you go. Pretty tough. No, I'm really That's not. I'd probably, I'd probably have a good feast and a meal and just enjoy it, be happy. Well, there has to be a huge sense of relief. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, the edict has gone out, but it's not over. The attackers are still going to come. Oh, yeah. yeah. you got to so prep for that's that. True. Living, you got to be living the easy life. They're going to have to... They've been given permission to assemble mm-hmm. and defend. And to kill and annihilate and, and right. plunder. And the new but, edict. <clears throat> but they're not... They're not uh, having dessert yet. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the story. So you think for the next nine months they spend that time preparing? Yeah. A defense. Yeah. Oh, sure they do. Uniting. Yeah. And it's not just the people that are in the city either. We have to remember That's it's right. people that are all, all over. over. Kingdom. So mm-hmm. if they're trying to even coordinate their defense, mm-hmm. which I would think you would, yeah. you'd want to be a united front mm-hmm. as much as possible. So that that's kind of interesting. Back to that question, like, what would we do? And I want, I'm just getting a sense. It's like, oh, I would do this, I would do that. But it's like, I think I would connect with other people. If I needed to accomplish a goal, if something needed to happen, I'd, I'd spend time, if it's like creating the defense that you were talking about, but mm-hmm. for me, like creating that offense that, now what am I going to achieve? What's going to happen? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I would want to connect with other people. Yeah, I think about Nehemiah mm-hmm. and the people who built the wall. They had all this opposition coming, yeah. but they were united in mm-hmm. their goal and their purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if these Jews here were united in their goal and their purpose and could spend some of that time together communicating and uniting and bringing a oneness. Right. Well, I think we know how important unity is in the body of Christ today. You know, if we want to get anything done for the kingdom of God, we're a whole lot better off together doing that than we are one person at a time. You know, all the things that we do um, in our church are all body-centric. You know, it's not one person going off to Africa to work. It's a whole team of people going off Um I think that that's always been God's way. You know, He wants a people, He wants a body, because where there's unity, there's a greater ability. He has unity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the Trinity, and look what they accomplished. <laughs> so I think that translates down to us. When we are in unity, then we can accomplish a lot more than we can one by one. And, and just to, to re- remember, unity isn't about non-diversity. We have diverse gifts, mm-hmm. diverse things to offer. That's right. So as we come together with all of that diversity and create one... It's one, just unity of body. purpose. Right. You know, we have one purpose and then all that diversity strengthens right. and, and propels us towards fulfilling that one purpose. I've heard, I've heard people say, like, 
I'm trying to think of who it was that I, anyway, I can't remember. But they're like, yeah, I could be smarter. You could be smarter than me, mm-hmm. right? But you're not smarter than all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important for all of us mm-hmm. to, to say because we have all these different perspectives to look at something mm-hmm. and ways to connect with, the, with each other. So. And that's the beauty of how God created us all with unique personalities mm-hmm. and unique insight um, in the fact that we can be united in purpose, but still have that still diversity. Right, yeah. it's needed. Yeah, yeah I was gonna, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. In, in the New Testament, there's a scripture, a part of scripture that says <clears throat> we're all part of the body. Jesus is the head, but all parts are needed. What, you know, everybody can't be an eye. Where would, this, where would the sense of smell be? Right. If you were all hands... You know, how would you, how get, would anywhere? you get anywhere? It, it doesn't feet. work. Right. We are right. all given different parts to do and different gifts mm-hmm. uh, because all of them are needed. I remember, remember as a kid trying to figure that out and like, <laughs> okay, and trying to close my <laughs> eyes and figure things out. That's how he brought it in. <laughs> From the very beginning, when he made man, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a help meet. Mm-hmm. So when he made woman, she's very different than man. Um, but she is, they can be one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's always been his design, that we were not meant to be alone. We were meant to be in community. And we were meant to um, be strong where others are weak mm-hmm. and let others be strong where we where are we weak are as weak. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Build each other up. Mm-hmm. And look at Mordecai and Esther. That same thing plays out. You know, On her own, would she have known what to do? Um, would she have had the encouragement that she needed to go before the king? Mm-hmm. Um, Mordecai was her, you know, her foundation and her help. And likewise, her beauty got her into the access mm-hmm. to the king, where Mordecai yeah. didn't have. Not that he wasn't cute. <laughs> I just maybe he, he may wasn't. not have looked like Esther, which was probably yeah. a good thing. <laughs> I, I hope not. He was not what the king was looking for. Probably, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the, it. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, really, though, he probably wasn't that cute because his, um, his family had been killed in war, so he probably had some battle scars, I would think. Oh, okay. You know, Esther's parents. <laughs> I, wasn't, right? I wasn't sure where you were going with that, Susanna. Yeah. I was like, how oh, cute people have people die too. <laughs> no, no. But his family, like Esther's parents were killed during right. war or during a battle, right? right? So I would think he was probably part of that and maybe had some battle scars. I don't know. Sure. I'm assuming. Well, I mean, Esther like, was beautiful. So right. who knows? Maybe he, maybe the whole family was Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we really went off topic there. We kind of did. I don't know. I just keep picturing him as a grape. Oh, so from Veggie Tales. <laughs> from Veggie Tales, grape with a mustache. Right. He was not cute as a Veggie Tale. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with you on that one. And so they helped each other. Yes. All right. Well, does somebody want to pray for us now that we have severely um, <laughs> gone Dis- off this real yes, rabbit trailed? Somebody want to pray us and bring us back in? All right, I'll pray for okay. us. Okay. Okay. Father, thank you for your word and for the life that it brings to us. Thank you, Father, for this story about Esther and Mordecai and the king and um, how you have protected your people through the ages. Father, we know that everything that's in your word is not just a history book, but it's for us today. And so we, we want to we really focus on the fact that what you did for your people then, you do for your people now. And so, Father, we thank you for this story that shows us how much you've cared for your people 
throughout history and how much you care for your people today. Lord, I pray that you will bless us as the body of Christ. Bring us together in unity. Let us support one another and encourage one another and strengthen one another. And Father, teach us how to lean on one another so that when some of us are weak in some areas, we can turn to those who are strong in those very areas. And then when those who've been strong before need to be weak or are weak, that we can be strong for them. Father, thank you for this time today, and we ask your blessing on everyone that's listening. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs>